Hey guys, welcome back to the Two Guys Podcast. We are back. We're a week back after two weeks of not being back. That's right. Technically, uh, it's one week of one week of not being back. No, kind of. Fine. Like that. <laughs> that doesn't make uh, sense. Anyways, I'm Jaden Ho. I'm here with. I'm- Nico Weber. Yeah, that's him. For the Two Guys podcast. That now has a theme song. That's right. That's Jay right. Now Go ahead, Nico. <laughs> <That's a laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Uh, the Two Guys podcast. That's our theme song. Thank you for joining us. If you like that. Uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh. All right, all right. Um, so it is, it's late at night again. Um, 11. It's 11. We forgot. One second. <laughs> uh, all right, Nico's muted. Um, he was talking to somebody. Uh, Nico's um, back. Okay. Because um, we forgot. We were going to record at like 7.30 this evening, which is a great time. A great time to record a podcast. I'm dying. Peak mental state. 7.30 p.m. is what we learned. Um, but we forgot. <laughs> because So maybe it's not peak mental state. We were state. not at peak mental state. But you know when we remembered? At like 10.30 and so peak mental state right there <laughs> peak mental state this is going to be the best podcast we've ever had and nico is going to start us off with a great little story about it's all about Ital- italian flat earther sail for edge of the world end up on island in opposite direction uh-oh <laughs> uh-oh no matter how much you believe in something, it doesn't make up for actual sailing skills. There you go. That's true. Um, so we post a lot about animal stories lately. Everyone likes animals, but at least this author feels like a change of pace is needed. So let's do something different today. How about the story of Italian flat earthers whose journey to the edge of the world didn't exactly go according to plan? Hey, can we pause for a second? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll be back. Very sorry, Nico. It's okay. We're back. Hello. I, uh, I I had to clean something up. Yeah, my cat's pooped on the floor. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Nico, <laughs> back to your story. <laughs> the debacle happened back in April, but the story about it made public um, only this week, according to the to Wanted in Milan. Milan, Milan. Uh, one of the reasons Milan? for the secret that. One of the reasons for the secrecy might be that in April, Italy was under strict COVID-19 lockdown. Okay, that's true. Um, the authorities may have wanted to discourage others imitating the reckless and at the time illegal stunt pulled off by the couple, and for good reason. Um, but what did the couple actually do? Um, well, they are the inexplicable opinion no, they are of the inexplicable opinion that the Earth is flat and that its edge is on Lampedusa. 
Um, Lampedusa is an island in the Mediterranean Sea, some 140 uh, miles from the coast of Sicily. How the couple determined it's the edge of the world, nobody really knows. Um, but their beliefs, um, the belief seems even more alien considering that the island is a mere 80 miles from the coast of Tunisia. As far as we're aware, Tunisia is not located beyond the boundaries of the physical world, but what do we know? <laughs> um, in any case, that's the belief these people held and decided to act upon. Somehow they wanted us to wanted to show that by reaching the edge of the world, they would once and for all prove that the earth is indeed flat. Clap sure. your hands okay. if you believe. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, yeah. The pair of unidentified flat earth adventurers who hail from the region of Veneto in, the, in northern Italy started their journey by hopping into their car and heading south. Once they reached the port city of Termini, immersed in northern Sicily, they sold their car. Nice. Um, when With the wow, money, they, they bought a boat. Despite having practically zero sailing or navigation ability, uh, wow, okay, the couple then took to the sea. But hey, they had faith in their cause. That's got to count for something, I guess. I guess. Unfortunately, the hard truth is that the reality often doesn't give a hoot or a holler about what you believe in. And do. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hey guys, we're back. My Wi Fi died. Uh, nice. Nico forgot where he was. No, I don't forget where I was. I you forgot, forgot where you where were. were. <laughs> I forgot where you were. I you remember forgot where, where you were when I was there. Take that. I don't know when you were here. Exactly. <laughs> so you forgot no, where I, I was when you were here. I was too busy uh, saving my Wi-Fi. Take that. What did you do to save your Wi-Fi? Nothing, because it still died. So you failed on both <laughs> no, parts. No. Thank you. I, 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 I'll have you know that it is back. It is back. I, I, it is back. After dying and After losing dying, a spot in the story. But it is still back. You know what would be a, a simply fantastic idea? That would avoid all of this sadness? Your Wi-Fi we should meeting. we should call in to our own Zoom meetings with our cellular devices, and then yeah. bam. The only thing is that I bam, think we wouldn't have we as good of audio. No, we probably wouldn't. But hey, hey, it's better than not having any audio. We could just get better Wi-Fi. That's true. Anyways, <laughs> continue from where you were if you can figure that out, Nico. All right, I'm gonna start. From the beginning, no, I can. <laughs> I'll start around. Um, okay, so unfortunately, the harsh truth is that the reality often doesn't give a hoot nor a holler about what you believe in. Due to the inability to actually steer the boat, the couple ended up sailing towards the island of Eustitia. Eustitia, Ikiki is around 60 miles northwest from Termini in Merce, while Lampedusa. Is is to the south of Sicily. To the couples, the, so the couple was sailing in pretty much the opposite direction from where they actually wanted to go. Classic. Yeah. Classic. If going in the completely wrong direction wasn't enough, the incompetent adventurers were barely able to make landfall on the island. Local me, local media reports that the pair reached the harbor on Eustisa, tired, thirsty, and risking shipwreck. Wait, what wait, does so, what does okay. risking shipwreck me even mean? It means you you're like oh shipwreck no 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 <laughs> should, oh, should shipwreck. we do it? 
Oh, uh, I almost it's like playing, you you play chicken with with a rock. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, um, Salvatore Sicicci, a doctor at the Maritime Department of the Italian Ministry of Health, was apparently pretty flabbergasted by the would-be sailors. Would-be sailors? Would-be sailors. They, like they did wannabe? sail. Did yeah, they not? would-be wannabe sailors. I guess wannabe sail, but they did sail. But they weren't they sailors. They sail very well. Hmm. What classifies a sailor? Someone who sails or someone who sails well? What should we do with a drunken sailor? <laughs> Maybe they were drunk. Maybe. Um, okay. The funny thing is that the orient they oriented themselves with a compass, an instrument that works on the basis of terrestrial magnetism. Oh, magnetism again. We should talk about that later. Oh, we uh, should. A principle that they, as flat earthers, should refuse. He told La Stampa newspaper. That's why they got lost, bro. The compasses the compass, don't work. The compass failed. When it's flatter. That's what they're actually trying to prove. Oh, oh. So they couldn't read a compass either. Sheesh. Make some preparations, would you? Um, they fought the law, and the law won. Oh. If the cheeky was dumbfounded, so was so were the mayor. So were the mayor. So was the mayor. The carabinieri, the coast guard of Eustisa. First of all, they were surprised the couple would ever make it that far. Secondly, they were probably trying to comprehend just how many laws they were breaking. As we mentioned, in April, Italy was completely locked down as the coronavirus was rampaging through the nation. Therefore, there shouldn't have been an unannounced, any unannounced boats coming from the mainland of Eustisa. The couple was given medical attention and prop- promptly escorted back to back across the sea to Palermo. Once there, they were quarantined on their boat for 15 days. Um, that didn't sit well with them, so they tried. To, they decided to, to to escape. Oh boy! <laughs> by taking their boat and sailing back out to sea. Oh my! Because that worked so well the last time. This time, however, the plot thickens. Wasn't they found the edge. Oh. Wasn't any, <laughs> despite them getting a three-hour head start, the Palermo Harbor Master apprehended the pair again near the Sicilian coast. Um. The law enforcement officers deduced that keeping the adventurers on their boat wasn't a good idea, so they decided to quarantine them on land. They escaped again. (laughs) The story doesn't tell exactly what happened. No! They apparently ended up in the home of a mythomaniac man who claimed falsely that he was COVID-19 positive. How this plays into the big picture, we have zero idea, but but it's what happened. Wait, Finally, what? The couple, so, what, what? Who did they run into? Whose house was um, this? They ended up in the home of a mythomaniac. Do you know what a mythomaniac is? Because I do not. Um, um, oh, wait, here. I, I looked it up. Um, mythomaniac. Uh, hello? Where is... Aha. Uh-huh. Um, myth, so, mythomania is an excessive or abnormal propensity for lying and exaggerating. Meaning, a mythomaniac is someone with an excessive or abnormal propensity for lying and exaggerating. Huh. So, anyways, they ended up in his home or their home, and he. Oh, yeah, it was a man. Okay, so they ended up in his home, and he falsely claimed that he was COVID nineteen positive. So that would explain the mythomaniac. Um, how this plays into the big picture, we have zero idea, but it's what happened. Finally, this should be a, a movie. Honestly, oh my goodness. <laughs> There's, but except it would be like a really long movie because there's like three like it's a trilogy. IMAX. It's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, it's like one like Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, 
Finally, the couple was returned to their home by land to the public's understandable general relief, as La Stamp put it. Um, though it's probably only a matter of time before they try to pull something off again. Um, yeah. This isn't the only Flat Earth-related misadventure we've seen during this year. In February, Mad Mike Hughes attempted to, to launch himself 5,000 feet into the air in a homemade rocket. Like the Italian couple, Hughes was trying to prove that Earth was really flat. He reasoned that by taking off the planet's surface, um, he could bring back proof by taking some real pictures of the disc-shaped Earth, unlike those hacks at NASA. <laughs> Sadly, it wasn't, long, it wasn't a long, long time before this rocket man made contact with the ground again. Shortly after launch, his steam-powered craft crashed into a Californian desert, instantly killing Hughes. Wow. Oh, that's pain. If there's a lesson to learn from all of this, let's make it this one. The next time you try to debunk science, please do it in a way that doesn't risk killing yourself or anyone else for that matter. Wow. Yep. Well said. Huh. Wow. That was a, a roller coaster. Yeah. Or a rocket ride. <laughs> okay, speaking of rocket rides, did you see um David Blaine or David Blaine stunt? Nope. He, Which one? Uh okay, let's pull up this article. Uh, load, load, help me here. Load, load, load. Can we get a load, load. on our ne- uh, a load Comment chain on our load next, on our next um, post. Instagram post? Thank you. Load. David Blaine successfully flies over the Arizona desert by holding on to helium balloons. David Blaine just managed to do what so many can only dream of, fly up into the air using a bunch of balloons. The illusionist floated over the Arizona desert on Wednesday by holding on to about 50 helium balloons. The latest stunt, which he titled Ascension, is his most ambitious feat yet. Um, What does David Blaine sound like? Is he American? Is he, uh, is he, he, he has a quote here and I need to sound like him. Um, I don't really know. Okay, he's... Um, I don't know. He sounds exactly like me. Uh, every single stunt that I've ever done is about endurance and pushing past what I thought would be possible, Lane said in a video before the performance. I can't imagine that many people would dream of doing it. He began his ascent on Wednesday morning, and the performance took about an hour from liftoff to landing. The event was live-streamed on YouTube. Though his initial goal was to reach an altitude about 18, of about 18,000 feet, he ended up floating 24,900 feet, or about 4.7 miles, which is, what, 7 kilometers? 6, Six or 7? or 7, no, probably 7 kilometers, I don't know. Before skydiving and parachuting back to the ground. What a legend. (laughs) What a legend. Wow, he exclaimed as he landed. That was awesome. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hang on one second. Like, what? Is that not... Are you watching the stunt? I think Nico is watching. I'm just trying to hear his voice. Oh. Um, David Blaine. Huh. His voice is just kind of like. Wait, is that what he sounds like? Kind of nasally. It's kind of nasally. That's really weird. He sounds like. 
He sounds like this. Wait, actually, what? I, is that not? I I thought I just heard his voice. I thought it was coming from your thing. No, I was. What? What? Huh? Huh? Oh wait! Shoot! Shoot! That's mine. I'm sorry. It was in Such open in another tab, and I heard David Blaine is coming on. And it sounded like that. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that was a nice Pain. little side um, thing. Also, yep. I feel like David Blaine isn't just like an illusionist. I feel like he's also just a big stunt person. A what? A stuntman. A stuntman. Stunt person. Yeah. Daredevil. Daredevil. He has this trick that he does. That it's like he takes like the spike thing. And okay. he just pushes it through his arm. What? <laughs> like actually, like actually, he's built up a like, like, like he's done it like so many times. He's built up like a thing, like basically like I don't know if it's scar tissue. I forget what it is, but he can just push it through that, and it doesn't bleed. He doesn't nothing. And it's like that's that's what the 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 young kids like to call uh, stupid. That's what everyone <laughs> likes to call stupid. <laughs> But I mean, I guess so is um, tying yourself to fifty helium balloons and floating up like seven kilometers. But I mean, hey, he didn't die. He didn't die. He is what still a rocket man alive. Uh, okay, my stories are not loading. This is not good. Uh, well, let's talk about magnetism, folks. Let's talk about magnetism. That's a great idea. Okay. What do you so, guys know about magnetism? Um, what I I bet that even if you're a magnet person, you know, a magnet that does magnetism from stuff. the magnet people, a magnetician, if you will. I bet you don't know everything about magnets because nobody dies. Uh, all right. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the rub, the catch, the, 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 the uh, the, this, I don't know. <laughs> the, Bro, oh, shoot. But I just looked up magnetism tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you need to enable party, or you need to enable screen sharing. I will enable screen sharing. Try to screen your share. Look at this. It's a clock made with like liquid magnet. Oh! And then, isn't that cool? That is really cool. How does I that? I really want that. Magnet. I do want that. Magnet clock. Magnet, magnet. clock. Nice. Wow. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So ah, <laughs> so I have this post thing that we found on Instagram.com that was stolen by someone on Instagram.com from a whole bunch of people on Tumblr.com, and it has a bunch of little tidbits about uh, magnetism. Disclaimer: uh -huh. This is from the internet. It might all be false. This could be all lies, okay? We are not endorsing anything said by these strangers. 
we're just saying huh. some of this stuff is pretty cool. Huh. Uh, oh, so, shoot. Oh, shoot. Keep going. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know where to start with this. It's a little bit... So basically, it starts with this video of like these magnets. It's like this cool thing. You know, magnets are yeah, cool. Yeah, magnets, anyways. and they all hook together and stuff. Yeah, because of this magnetism. Because magnetism. And then yeah. somebody says, fun story. One of the first things I was taught as an astronomy student is if you want to be a jerk to someone giving a presentation, ask them, how do the magnetic fields play into this? And they will invariably say, Poop you, I don't know. Because <laughs> no one understands magnetic fields. They are black magic. And then some other person posts this gif of magnets melting another magnet. Like, pew. Like, really fast. It's like a coil magnet, and there's a, the, another thing in the middle. I don't know if that's actually the speed around. It? it might not be. Probably not. Is that real speed? I doubt it. It's basically like this coil of magnets, and then like, like another magnet is, or actually it might not even, yeah, it'd be a magnet. Well, it might not be a it, magnet, but it might be magnetic. So it's, it's, a, just, it's a metal thing, and it just yeah, anyways, spins it's just around like, inside the coil, and then it melts, and it, it like You just see it heating up into like, and it turns like red and white, and then it like drops, because when something's really hot, it can't be magnetized. Isn't that kind of weird, though? It is very weird. Wait, it's Curie temperature is what... According to this other person, that is called. I'm gonna Google that. Curie. What is it? Curie temperature. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on, girl. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Um. Okay. Uh. So. What? So Curie's point, also called Curie's temperature, is a temperature at which certain magnetic materials undergo a sharp change in their magnetic properties. In the case of rocks and minerals, 11, remnant 1118, it's the time, uh, remnant <laughs> magnetism <the> <laughs> appears below the Curie point, which is about 570 degrees Celsius. What does this have to do? Shoot. I'm sorry, I unplugged my headphones. Uh, as I, as I shrugged, in disdain. <laughs> okay. Uh, so basically, um, when something is heated up enough, that is magnetism or that is magnetic. It, if it's really hot, it's no longer magnetic. Yeah, because which magnetism. makes sense because, like in that video, it just fell to the ground. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Like, how does that work? What if, bro? What if you had like a magnet, uh, and then there's just this pool of molten, like metal and it just started chasing you bro that'd be so scary <laughs> wait what so what Are if you... it okay like, wait what if <laughs> so what if it was there was no like temperature cure temperature whatever okay and then like you had a magnet at a butter knife factory and there was a bunch of molten liquid and you had this big magnet and it just all the molten liquid started chasing you because it's magnetic oh, that would be scary mag you could just throw your magnet away no because you're stuck to it it's magnet well, what if you have like a bionic leg that's magnetic oh no oh no no what if what if you have a bionic leg okay, okay. 
and then the stub of your leg, there's a super strong electromagnet. Yeah. So you Why? just like flip it on and off to oh. attach your leg. Oh, but then then you're fighting somebody with a metal skull because you really beat them up in your last fight with them. Um, and so then you real quick turn off the magnet in your leg and you hold your leg up to their face and then you turn it on again and boom! Kapow! And then they what? need another skull made of like <laughs> ceramic. Wait, what happened? <laughs> okay. You have the magnet knee that you can turn on and off. Yeah. Okay. They have the metal head. Yeah. Okay. And so then you turn on your magnet knee and kapoo! You hit them in the head. No. They just <laughs> sucked. Their, their head goes towards your knee. You don't hit yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what happens when the head and the knee meet? They. They connect. They don't collide because all the energy is absorbed <laughs> from the magnet. They just stay there. There's like the shock is kind of a boop. Like, like. It's not like he bounces back. Like it's just a no. He doesn't bounce back. He just go pop, and and then he's just stuck there. And then he's stuck there. And then you can pow, 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 with your no, fist. No, you can't. Yes, you can. He's got a metal head. Why would you punch his head <laughs> with your flesh fist? <laughs> okay. Uh, so magnets are absolute garbage. Wait, um, hold on. Let me show you another thing. Okay, go ahead. Isn't this cool? I can't see it. I just see. Oh, I see it now. It's magnets on like the old tubes televisions. Whoa! So this is a stronger magnet, obviously. Yeah, it's just like sucking all the static into yeah. it. That's. I guess. No. What? what if you touch that? You get boom. <laughs> <laughs> but also, the old televisions were kind of wild. You were you like there'd be so I forgot how staticky they were. Right. Wow. Like, your they... hair, like you rub it on the TV and then your hair on yeah. your arm would stand up or your whatever. I forgot about that, honestly. One time when I was a kid, we had this little suction cup thing. And okay. I think, it, I don't even remember what it's from. But okay. one day I was just, you know, chilling and I was holding this suction cup thing and then I stuck it to the TV. It was one of those. And then I tried to pull it off. And then I pulled the whole TV down. Oh, and went, no. Boom! Did it break? Uh, no, but there was a flower pot on top that broke. Oh no! It was so sad. But also, did you know that it wasn't actually um, static that you pulled uh, that off with? It was just a suction. Yes, that had nothing to do with static. <laughs> it had everything to do with old TVs that were large okay. and stuff. Anyways, my saved stories are back, which means. Uh, the world is ending. Wait, what? I missed the world the... is ending, no. Nico. No, it's why over. Is it I missed why it's ending. I didn't tell you why yet. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, and you go ahead and tell us why. It's over. We're all going to get killed by robots. Oh, because because of magnets. No, but well, maybe a little bit. Um, an AI fighter jet obliterates a human Air Force pilot in a simulated dogfight. Oh, shoot. Uh, the win came about during the finale of the U.S. military's Alpha Dogfight Challenge, put on by the Defense 
Advanced Research Project Agency, DARPA, in which big-name military contractors, including Lockheed Martin, competed for the crown. The winning company, Heron Systems, emerged as a victor with its fighter jet AI by defeating a human fighter pilot, call sign, quote, banger, who was sitting outside in a, in, sitting inside a simulator wearing a VR headset five rounds to zero. Shoot. Shoot. To some, the win signifies a turning point in what machine learning systems are capable of in the battlefield. Um... There is nobility to the human role, but symbolically it points to a future of more and more machines in more and more roles. P.W. Singer, an analyst at the New America Foundation in Washington, told the Daily Beast. The teams had to start from the ground up to teach their AIs how to fly a fighter jet. You don't have to teach a human that it shouldn't crash into the ground. They have the they have basic instincts that the algorithm doesn't have. Stupid algorithm. Idiot. Jerk. <laughs> Dummy. Crashing into the ground. I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> have you seen those robot testing videos? No. Oh. Which ones? Okay. Well, it's just like a robot, and they're testing it, like, to do stuff. Okay. But it's just kind of like sometimes it's just flopping all over the but place. It's really funny. Do. Have you seen the, the picture of um, the self-driving car that's surrounded by um, a solid line that it okay. knows it can't cross? So it's just <laughs> stuck nice. there. It's very nice. Anyways, um, for Lockheed Martin, it took several servers running in trial and error dogfights around the clock to come up with its final AI a piece of software capable of being run on a single graphics card. The winning team's AI had been through more than 4 billion simulations, or about 12 years of flight time, as Ben Bell, senior machine learning engineer at Heron Systems, told Defense One. Okay, but also... Wow. Also... You'd have to ha- like the simulation, like the coding and everything would have to be so good, right? Because like with AI and bots, they are able to find like really like they're able to find like bugs and glitches really easily. Yeah. yeah. Like I saw this this thing. So like basically, these people created a game, and it was like hide and seek, and both sides were AI. Okay. And so like the the ones hiding could move these blocks, but the ones searching couldn't. Yeah. So, um, so like there, and there was like doorways and stuff. So like the ones hiding could put like the blocks so they couldn't get through and stuff. But then there was another block that they could use to jump over and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, so basically, like, these guys they found like like the AI found like this um what was it like it's a like just glitches and stuff, and they could like launch themselves like way out of the like, <laughs> off of the map and stuff. And it was really funny. But, yeah, what if yeah. like the the jet fighter finds a glitch where it can just like send itself to space? <laughs> right. No, that's the thing. Like, what if so? Like, it has all this this stuff and it's doing it in the simulation, and then it tries to do like a glitch in real life, and it just like crashes or something. <laughs> Also, imagine like they didn't have simulation, so they just teach it every time. It's just every like time it's a new plane. Of planes until- 
Um, so yeah, we're gonna die. Uh, yeah. Okay. Scientists, because we're talking about lots of science today. Scientists debut a hovering anti-gravity device. Wow. In a new experiment, a team experiment 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 <laughs> in a new experiment experiment, a team of French scientists created a levitating fluid that allows a tiny boat to float both on top of it and another below it, seemingly flipping gravity on its head. That was a fun experiment, Emmanuel Fort, professor at ESPCI Paris and co-author of a paper about the project. Wait, from Paris, bro. <laughs> Paris. That what? wasn't. That, that was wasn't very French. Really, that was not. Really that was French. French. Everything worked well. I'm still amazed by the results. <sighs> to create the effect, the team used vibrations, cycling a hundred times a second, causing a mixture of glycerol and silicon oil, both thicker than water, to be suspended over a cushion of air the team managed to levitate almost half a quart of liquid this way. The experiment, however, created a far more unusual effect. Since the pocket of air underneath is denser, an object ends up being pushed into the levitating liquid from below, an effect at the times called seemingly impossible. It's a delicate balance. If you move the boat down in the air, it will fall. I can't do French anymore. I've lost it. I told you, you couldn't let him go up to the interface. Emmanuel Fort, co-author, told The Guardian, the whole trick is not only to make this sit... I can't do it. I had it. It was so good before. No, you didn't. It was no, perfect. Didn't. It was perfect French. And now it's gone. Now it perfect sounds like... French? No, it wasn't even. It was English. <laughs> it was. It was a perfect French accent. Now it's like a Bangladeshi monkey. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay, uh, the team claims their extraordinary invention could have plenty of use cases from keeping gases suspended in fluids for industrial purposes, such as in mineral processing and wastewater treatment. But as of right now, it's not much more than a fun experiment. Experiment! <laughs> <laughs> nice. They should, no, they should make like a massive one that's like... Yo, they can make like above ground floating like fish aquariums. Yeah. And then, what if the fish swims too far down? Then it just then goes it back falls up on to your it. head. Then it falls no, because the vibrations push it up. Oh, Dummy. but what if it, what if the vibrations push you up? You swim with them. What if you drown? <laughs> also, I'm like thirty three point seven percent sure fish wouldn't survive in a mix of glycerol and whatever the other thing. Well, they was. figure out how to do it with water. Oh. Okay, got it. But, like, uh, I wonder. No, what if there's like an earthquake and the vibrations just like start stuff floating into the like, <laughs> That have to be a very specific shake shake of an earthquake. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. I don't know how long we've been going for because I think. I think... We had a couple of breaks. I think yeah. so, because I'm starting to say experience, and I can't speak French anymore. So... <laughs> I um, never speak French in the first place. <laughs> Nico's lying. All right, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, sorry for uh, missing a week. Um, we had to... No, we're not. No, we're, we're not. not. Sorry, guys. We gave you we an, on a vacation. fantastic daily dumb. 
It was pretty good. It was the best daily dump that we've had so far. All real, no, no, um, post. No post um, editing at all. I didn't edit that. Nope. At all. Nope. Um, yeah. And so we will see you next week. Uh, maybe. Also, um, with, uh, the summer coming to an end, um, we should announce how many shows we're going to do per week come the not summer. And, uh, I don't actually, we haven't actually discussed this previously, which is awkward because it just came to my head and then I said it. But, um, I think uh, as of now we'll keep we'll it at a it. week, yeah, one per week. week, just to see how that works. And if it needs to be changed, we'll change it up. And also, don't forget to buy our merch. <laughs> yeah, that's available on our website. Don't forget to check out our website. Check out our Instagram too. And our... you can find daily dumps on the Instagram, you which is basically a little video series that are very much not daily, but absolutely most definitely dumb. That's a great little slogan there. Uh, all right, so check it out. See you guys next <laughs> at week. The two guys podcast.com. No, um, no, at the two guys podcast. The on two... Instagram. Yep, at the two guys That's podcast. It. Uh, okay, so thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, have a nice day, and thanks for listening. Uh, bye, Bond. Bye now. Bye now.